What? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pot squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. Mute. That's the mute. We found the mute. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? I've been listening to Cardi B a while. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who am I? Let's go to the beach, beach. <laughs> Nikki Minjaj. <laughs> I am not the person to ask. <laughs> So I so for me Cardi B came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, do you know of her? Yes. Okay, yes. great. I, I like, don't wear any of her music. I know she is a person. She's a People wonderful person. Her. She's yeah. a wonderful person. She's like, it doesn't matter who what she's like. She's her. Like that's who she's like. Yeah. Uh, she it's she's so great. She's so great. But I didn't know where she came from. I was just like, I guess she's been making music for like a long, long time, and finally she made it, and all these like that's what I assumed. One of the clients was like, I, wa- I was watching Cardi B when she was on Love and Hip Hop New York. And I was like, stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> she was a reality star? <laughs> like, I knew that she was a stripper at one point. Because she references such in, right. like, interviews okay. and music and stuff. And I was like, whatever. Like, not worried about it. I've seen Magic Mike. I totally understand <laughs> the plight of this woman's... I don't know... <laughs> I'm not comparing white male strippers to black female strippers at all. Right. I was a joke. It was a bad joke. So, anyway, so I did a bunch of research and was like, I gotta find out where she came from. She came from this reality show, and I watched, like, a bunch of, like, oh, no. super clips. Or super... Yeah. Is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. People... <laughs> Again, <laughs> not the person to ask. <laughs> You're the editor of this podcast. Basically, I sat down and was like, I want to know where she came from, and I watched a bunch of this show. Yeah. And, like, her in this show. And at first I was like, this caricature of a person is so interesting. Hmm. But then I had also seen interviews with her, and I was like, no, she's just, like, being herself. Yeah. Like a little rehearsed herself for reality TV. Like, she said it a few times to get the right take out of it. But I was like, oh, this is actually just, like, this woman is just being herself all of the time. (laughs) All of the time. It is, she's so wonderful. Anyway, so I've been listening to her music a lot lately. And then I also just referenced, like, a vine about Nicki Minaj is what (laughs) what happened and why I was laughing so hard and why I was like, oh, Wesley Uh, didn't catch any of that. Nope. But anyways... Here we are, and I'm explaining to you, everybody go listen to Cardi B. <laughs> she's, like, really got it going on. She's pretty, she's pretty. She's Is pretty she the pretty. one that's having a baby? Yes. Okay. She's, like, the most She's just beautiful. like, why shouldn't I? She's, yeah. <laughs> she's also just, like, so beautiful. Not that it matters to, like, the character of a woman, but, like, she's really pretty to look at, which mm-hmm. I guess helps looking at her <laughs> i don't you know. sound like I've, i this movie really messed with me <laughs> i can tell because i'm like oh, i've just been looking at a, women's faces for days <laughs> like i don't normally uh, but uh but yeah but so uh yep that's the plug for cardi b is podcast is sponsored by cardi b <laughs> cardi bacardi that's how she got her name her oh. name is something else i forget and her little sister's name was like hennessy Okay. And so, like, her nick, so, like, her, like, joke nickname as a kid became Bacardi, and, like, Hennessy gotcha, is, like, yeah. a joke. Yeah. And then when it was time to, like, pick a stage name, she just flipped it, and it's yeah. Cardi B, which is super brilliant. She's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. 
I went by this before, and I'm definitely not going to run around sponsoring Bacardi. <laughs> but Bacardi can sponsor me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, That's she's making that money. She's doing great. She's doing great work. Yeah. I 100 grand. I freaked it. It's fine. I've been listening to a lot of rap. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to make, like, weird, like, references that you won't understand. And maybe our fan base won't understand because they're probably all white. I have no idea. You can't tell that from the Google Analytics. Oh, they don't give you that? The Google Analytics are like, you have 10% That's weird. Hispanic listeners. And it's like, why? What? <laughs> oh, Lord. So anyways, uh, hey, Wesley, what music have you been listening to? That would influence anything you have to say today? I don't know. I have been really enjoying the for the past couple of weeks, the radio station I listen to has been playing This Is America. <gasps> and I was like, oh, this is a different thing for this station. Usually yeah. it's, cause it's alternative music. What state? Oh, is it 1025? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, huh. And for like an entire week. It was in the top five at the end of the day, and so I'd get in my car and be like, "Oh look, it's five o'clock." Yeah, crank up the radio. Oh my god, that song is so powerful. Uh, It's actually really funny. They referenced it at church this morning. So we're doing a series on the minor prophets in the Bible, and um, the the minor prophet Gambino. So (laughs) true, but um, the woman who the woman who was preaching did the book of Amos and she was like this is not a fun book <laughs> like just a, <laughs> this is I'm sure you're all are aware but she I wrote it down because it was so funny she was like Amos is like Childish Gambino's This is America but there's no Childish Gambino there's no music and there's no dancing it's just the bleak background <laughs> and I was like Whoa. oh I have to read this book again because that sounds Great. And I was like, man, like the girl oh. I was sitting next to and I were just like, well, yeah, it's going to be fun today. Yeah. It's actually it's, a really great sermon. But I, <laughs> I watched a few. Com- I also watched a few commentaries on the This is America. Yeah, video I've read some of them. Because I knew that like there's a ton of references I'm just not aware of. Right. Or things that and I'm then like, I what's watched happening? that and I was like, oh, yeah, I'd seen the video several times. I was like, I know there's a lot. I straight up said, I was like, I know that they did this on purpose, but mm-hmm. I get so distracted watching him dance shirtless. Mm-hmm. Which and is my own feelings. The, which the is point. the whole point. Yeah. I was like, I know that this is the point of the video is that you'd be distracted by him. And the moment that you're like, oh, he's just dancing, his face does weird stuff. Yeah. And then his body does weird. Like, he's yeah. doing he's, it he's all on purpose. All yeah. I was like, so everything is happening in the background and it's really hard to look at any of it because he's right in front of you doing things that are interesting and weird and entertaining. And I was like, oh my God, this is so much. Even out of the pants he's wearing are apparently like Confederate soldier costume. Everything. I was like, what? Everything. The only article of clothing he is wearing is like a Confederate uniform. And I was like, what? It's so so good. Yeah. It's so good. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Uh, And then aside from the video being amazing, like the song is great. (laughs) Oh my god, and he says stuff like, uh, the line, this is Selly, that's a tool, and I'm like, ooh, this whole place looks like a prison cell, like, it's, yeah, he, it's Donald crazy. Glover is the minor prophet, Donald Glover, <laughs> he, I mean, for There's real. an article, I haven't, I've real. saved it, and I haven't read it yet, there's a blog called Christ and Pop Culture, mm. that's all about, like, a mashing of pop culture and faith. Cool. And yeah. they did a whole thing on, like the prophet like him as a prophet in modern america I and mean, i'm like it's like it's crazy. true like it's true people are like oh he's great i'm like no. you're like no you don't understand like, no but like have you watched atlanta and I then watched it, it again and again yeah. and again and, and like i've only watched it i've seen several episodes twice and i'm still like like i have to go it's it is a show that it's also each season is so few episodes mm-hmm. and the episodes are short enough that you mm-hmm. can like sit down with them several times and just watch them over and over because you're like, I didn't pick up on this. Like, yeah. it's so there's so much much nuance in that. Sh- yeah. Like, he's just yes. I mean, <laughs> he's mind blowing. Yeah, this man is mind blowing. It has gone f- so far past like he's so dreamy. Yeah. Oh, Troy did you read the, to um, like like. 
interview was it an interview with him that was in a magazine or a newspaper a really long interview super long i listened to it somebody um, like the author whoever like read the interview and i like sat down and listened to it for an hour and a half i sat in a dark room and listened to it yeah i think my parents came home they're like how you doing i was like not good i "I know i know way too much now yeah i got i just got that was a whole fascinating piece to find that link again yeah man of him like sitting in his car with like his castmates and stuff and they were like doing an interview in between takes basically yeah and i was like what it was so it was wild he's brilliant and that music video is like it's its own movement <laughs> i am fascinated by how much like and it came out of nowhere music videos are art now Oh, yeah. Like, it used to be... And they're all, like, directed by. Yeah, but... And it's, like, like, a film by. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, I feel like when music videos started, they were kind of... They were either performance or they were, like, mini movies. Mm -hmm. But now they're, like, complete art pieces. Yes. And it's just... I think it's really interesting. I like that they're still treated... I I like that they're treated like short films. Mm Mm-hmm. Often. It's like, kind of nice that there aren't music videos on TV much anymore. Thank God. Because you they get treated differently now. Yeah. I was just talking, I was just telling a, one of my assistants and like a client about this that we were listening to like a Backstreet Boys station at work and yeah. Bye 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 came on and of course everybody like loves course, that song. Yeah. And I told them the whole thing about how like when I was in middle school, I was the girl at sleepovers who would be like, oh, did you know that this song is about that? Yeah, Actually, Because yeah. I was the only person who paid attention to words yeah. or whatever. And I, <laughs> everyone was like, I would have hated you. I was like, yeah, I wasn't super liked as a kid necessarily. <laughs> Not that I'm, like, I'm very well Not loved. that you were unlikable. It was just uh, like, I was, I was, I was being my perfect little self and mm-hmm. like pointing out all of the things that like no one else was paying attention to. And I... Never watched in sync videos, but I when I watched them as an like I knew the song was about a breakup. Like I understood mm-hmm. it was a breakup song, and I was yeah. like, "Why does everybody love this breakup song? Like yeah. he's leaving you." But then I watched the video and listened to everything as a grown up, and I was like, "This is a really powerful song about a man getting out of an abusive relationship." Mm. And I was like, "Bye bye bye" is not just like <laughs> the pop song of our generation, but it was like <laughs> a big big deal like the music video is this woman play like as a puppeteer yeah yeah. like controlling them and he's like no i'm not doing this anymore i'm leaving Mm -hmm. like you this cannot happen and i'm like "Ah." but it's like but everyone's distracted because they're like doing the little dance moves yeah and stuff but i was like no dude like this is really powerful yeah like this is a really big song this is like a men's anthem actually <laughs> not like not like girls didn't love it it's like no, yes but this is a warning to like controlling manipulative women to back it up he'll leave like it was it's here this is real not that they're childish can be you know in any sense of the word or that they created some sort of a big movement but they could have it's true if like a song like that came out now We'd all, now that we're all woke. <laughs> now that everyone's woke. Uh, well, you know. Thanks, Gambino. Making America great again. Welcome to your big party. <laughs> I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. This is viewing party this is a podcast where we watch movies and then tell you that we watched those yep, movies. That's what we do. Also, on another topic, The Bachelorette. <laughs> Quickest update you'll ever have. Okay. Jordan is a model. He sucks. This kid, Dave, id. (laughs) They set it up. They set up all the commercials to look like they got into a fight and that David got his face smashed in. No, David fell off of a bunk bed (laughs) and smashed his face. (laughs) So he went to the hospital. Not even kidding. The oh, editing. I totally they got had, in a fight. They like. They like had <laughs> these. Fell out of bed. They had these two arguing for episodes. They had a straight up him just like you know what karma's gonna get you. People don't cross me. And then they had like the whole edit, like all of the commercials. They had like the dude going out in a stretcher, and they had somebody else. They had someone else's voice. Like I think it was Jordan. 
that came from somewhere else in the episode. And I was like, oh, oh, they're going to fight? No. It was a bunk bed incident. So then those two Uh, went on a two-on-one date. The dreaded two. There's like one two-on-one date or maybe two ever. It's super weird. But basically it's like a choice point where she has like one rose to give out with two people on the date. And it's basically when there's like two people who are kind of neck and neck or are usually fighting with each other (laughs) in the house and they send them both out with the, you know, the star. And they're like, you Basically, she can pick to send them both home. She can pick whoever to send home whenever she feels like it. She could wake up one morning and be like, you're gone. <laughs> she doesn't. I would, but <laughs> I'm the person who'd be I like. I feel like that would be better television. <laughs> I had a like, dream about you. Mm, get. Nope. Get gone. <laughs> Someone's checking their horoscope in the morning. <laughs> this is also an interesting thought that a friend brought up and was like, what would your horoscope be on Mars? And I was like, <gasps> Your horoscope would be different based on what planet you're on because it's in alignment differently with other planets. This is horrifying. <laughs> so I don't read my horoscope. <laughs> Ever. Okay. As a, it's such a Leo thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so they go on the two-on-one date uh, and then basically David gets to talk to Rebecca, Rebecca or whatever. And he's just like, oh, Jordan sucks. And he said all this about you. And she's like, mm, Okay. And then she sits down with Jordan and she's like, David said that you said this stuff. And he's like, no, I didn't. That never came out of my mouth. Also, my mom has mental disorder. And so like, <laughs> so that makes me a good partner somehow. And she was just like, listen, what's going on? And then they were arguing at each other over her, like over top of her. And she was just like, you know what? No. And so the, eventually she sent them both home. <laughs> It was just like the dude who keeps taking his clothes off and the dude who got his face smashed in really don't like each other. And then they like threw away their shot <laughs> because they were really focused on themselves and each other instead of her. That is the bachelorette. It was really, really good. Also, also, the most cringeworthy thing happened. And I didn't get to tell you about it because you were gone at a wedding oh, and it's no. fine. This is the most cringeworthy thing. Okay. Ready for this? This one dude, Jean Blanc. I think his job is, like, cologne sniffer. <laughs> That's a job you have on The Bachelorette. Yeah, it's something like it's something about colognes. Basically, he sat down, he, like, was like, I just, I just gotta, like, take my chance. And he sat down and was like, I'm really, really falling in love with you and uh, feel all these things, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, yeah, I'm not there. And I don't think, I don't exactly know what from our interactions has brought that on for you because I haven't <laughs> had that sort of connection. Yeah. So, and I don't think we're going to get there in this amount of time, so I'm going to just walk you out because, like, I don't, it's not going to happen between us. Yeah. And then they're, like, about to leave and he's like, wait. Oh, no. I mean, I didn't really mean that. And she was like, what? <laughs> he's like, well, I mean, I, like, I thought that's what you wanted to hear. Like, and she was like, wait, so you just said, you just told me you're in love with me because you think that's what I want to hear? He's like, well, not necessarily. And she's like, what? <laughs> okay, no, you can go. And just like, he's like, well, bye. And just like hugs him and is like, later, good luck, I guess. <laughs> and comes back into the house and is like, she literally walks into all the other room with all the other dudes that the producers were clearly like, gather up, boy, she has some news. And she's like, I'm not giving out any roses tonight. I'm super freaked out by that. That's not cool. And if any of you feel that way also, that you need to be telling me things because you think I want to hear it, like, you can leave now. <laughs> and I was like, this show's so good. So that's what happened. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, I'm very excited. Things are about to get really, really real in the next, you know, four weeks. <laughs> the show. Oh, girl. It's been very boring. And then there's these tiny little, like, pricks of drama that you're like what happened no i love it i love it so that's it that's the bachelorette (laughs) i don't know if i watched any movies this week (laughs) i went and saw two movies this week oh yeah you did what yeah Yeah, tell us tell us so i took off work on monday after we got back from the drive because i wanted to like have a day to like not be in a car mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. mm. I went to the movies and the movie I wanted to see I couldn't get into because I wouldn't use my pass for it and I was bummed 
Oh. But, so I went to breakfast instead and then came back and I saw <laughs> The Incredibles 2. Yeah. And no one else showed up and it was just me alone. <laughs> Excellent. Your dream. And I was like, well, this is weird. This is basically being at home. <laughs> it's a really big living room. Yeah. So I just sat in the very center by myself. Excellent. And saw The Incredibles 2, which was really fun. You kick your feet up or you just sit real still? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> oh. They have I would have sprawled. Chairs, though, so I would have sprawled. Nice. I would have put all those armchairs up, like laid on down. They don't have those kind of chairs in that theater anymore. They put in fancy, comfy chairs. Oh yeah, they did. I remember now. Yeah, but that was really fun. Oh, hey, microphone. <laughs> that was my boob. <laughs> Hey everybody who just met boob number one. What's behind boob number one? <laughs> this microphone. So yeah, that tissue. Was good. I, don't, <laughs> I was just thinking about what is behind my boob. <laughs> Muscle, rib cage. Where's my heart? I don't know what side it's on. There's a lung somewhere. It's impenetrable. <laughs> Please talk so I don't. <laughs> so. Yeah. I just summed up our podcast. Please talk <laughs> so I don't. So that movie was fun. Um, it had been 14 years since the first one, so a long time. I just really like those movies because they're very, like, mid-century modern design. Yeah. And, like, they're really the aesthetic fun. is really cool. I straight up got out of The Incredibles 2, though, and was like, but what year is it? It's an ambiguous kind of year. I know. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. God. Yeah. So I'm like, like, but what? It's like in kind of fifties. Yeah. But not. Yeah. But it feels very like right now. It's soup. Like I like it, but I'm also like, but what? Yeah. But what timeline am I in? Yeah. Hate it. So I just want to know what decade I'm in. What did you think of that movie? I liked it a lot. It was a really nice. It was a really good cartoon, and it was a really good superhero movie. Yeah. Like I was really impressed. I didn't care for the first one. Yeah. I just didn't care about the first one. Well, it didn't, like, impact me. I liked so it, and I saw it a lot, but... One of the um, NPR pop culture podcasts that I listened to, they talked about this movie, and there's a guy who is one of the, like, panelists mm-hmm. who wrote an entire book about Superman, because... Why not? Batman? It might be Batman. It was I a don't man. remember. He wrote about superheroes and superhero culture, and he goes to see all the superhero movies. He says Incredibles 1 is the best superhero movie of all time, hmm. which I think is fascinating. That's fair. He also pointed out that that movie came out before the Marvel Universe yes. did. So it was a superhero movie before we were, like, superhero fatigued. Yes. And, like... Did all the, like, did all the right things. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched the original for a long time, but I know it's basically about, like, toxic fans that, like, think they own the franchise. Yes. Which is a fascinating thing. I have a lot of feelings about those fans. Yeah. I'm not a fan of those fans. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. So, yeah, Incredibles 2. That was fun. Good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. You also saw the Mr. Rogers... I did. I went to see the Mr. Rogers documentary because I was like waiting for it to come. There were so many people who went to see that. It was so good. Just so interesting. Yeah, it was. It was interesting because it's about you know his life and how he got the show started and all the stuff and like he's really just. Maybe I'll go see it with my cousin. You should because we watched Mr. Rogers together. Take tissues. Well, you know because I always do. Yeah. I use them as blankets if I'm cold. I use them for my tears when I'm not. <laughs> you will need them. I, I, what I mean is I usually just have allergies. <laughs> Basically, he is just as charming as in real life as he was on TV. And just really cared about kids. And it's really nice. Now I'm going to sing his theme song. Yeah. Won't you? It was really Please cute. won't you be my neighbor. So they, um... At the end of the movie, like, they play, like, his voiceover of the song, and, like, the people in the theater, like, didn't quite want to get up and leave until the song was over. Mm-hmm. It was just really sweet. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Good. So, I'm so glad. So definitely go see that. That sounds way better than The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think so, but... <laughs> I guess that's up for debate. 
Uh, <laughs> I'll debate that any day. <laughs> uh, cool. So today, what did we watch? We watched Simone, which if you've never heard of, which I doubt you have, is a weird sci-fi movie <laughs> from 2002. That's... So when when Wesley brought up the idea, she was we were like, "What are we watching? What do you want to watch?" And she was like, "Well, I read this article that reminded me of this weird sci-fi movie with Al Pacino." And I was like, "Yep, whatever that is, sounds great." I was like, "Sci-fi." We're back. Welcome to movie number two. (laughs) Sci-fi meets Al Pacino. I'm in. Yeah. So this movie. I first watched it, like, one night when I was babysitting in high school, probably in, like, 2003, and didn't get to see the end of it, so I bought it on DVD (laughs) because it was 2003 and you couldn't stream things. Nope. You had to go buy it. (laughs) So so I own this movie, and what prompted it was I read an article recently on, like, it was, like, on CNN Money or something. Like, it was on, like, a legit website, and it was about... Money, 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 money! Like, there are certain Instagram influencers who aren't real, and people haven't quite caught on that they're computer-generated. They're all CGI characters, and they, like, go to Coachella and (laughs) are sponsored by, like, fashion designers and, like, do makeup tutorials. I don't even know. I don't follow any of these fake people. I need to follow all of them. But basically, like... um, brands will approach them to sponsor them and they'll be like you know she's not a real person right and they're like oh okay fine that's fine (laughs) but still an influencer there are multiple like fake influencers and it reminded me of this movie that we decided to watch today which is basically Mm -hmm. um i'll just kind of go through the basic plot then so you've got al pacino playing Vincent sort of a bumbling something. I forget his last name. Trajectory. Something. Trajectory. Vincent. Something. His name is Vincent. So he is a kind of artsy director who's been having a lot of flops lately, but he's still being. Um, he's still been hired by this. By the studio. Studio because his ex-wife runs it. And she kind of, like, wanted to let him, like, save face after the divorce and let him, like, stay hired. Yeah. So, but his last couple movies have been a flop. He did a whole film, and then Winona Ryder, who was starring in it, like, freaked out or something at the beginning and left the film. And so they were like, we need to find a perfect replacement, but, like, no one will want to take this job or is good enough or whatever, whatever. Right. So he's going... We don't have enough women. Yeah. I guess. There aren't enough actresses in the world to replace her. So he's going home one night after he's been fired and he's taking like all these film canisters with him. And some (laughs) guy approaches him and is like, don't you remember me? Like, I've been trying to get a hold of you. He's like, who is this crazy person? So it turns out to be... Hank. Hank. This guy who has been for the past eight years working on a computer program to create the perfect computer-generated actress. Yes. So he's finished the program and wants to give it to Vincent. Victor? Victor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Victor. It tells you what. Toyetska. <laughs> I don't so, know. I'm coming up with weird German names. But here something we are. like that. So he wants to give it to him and save his career. And he's like, I don't You're crazy. Call me later. And he's like, but I'm dying of eye cancer. Like, <laughs> Sure. The, the tumor's inoperable. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> so he like goes off to his beach house where he lives and a couple weeks later Nine s- months later. Was it nine months later? Nine months later. Oh yeah, that's right. Enough time to make oh, a wait, baby. I thought that anyway, it was nine months later. Whatever. So some guy shows up at his door, he's like, Hey, Hank died and his last will and testimony was he wanted you to oh. have this. And so... Oh, see, I missed that point. Yeah, so he sh- gives him this hard drive. And I think this is when it's nine months later. So he gives yeah, him the okay, hard drive. And then nine months later, there's he has finished the movie with a replacement actress that mm-hmm. no one has heard of. And it's this computer-generated character, Simone, who, because they're terrible... It's simulation one, and he just backspaced a bunch of letters to make her name Simone. Simone. <laughs> so... 
they put out the movie with this new yes like, this undiscovered unknown. actress mm-hmm. and it becomes a huge success and she becomes super loved by everyone mm-hmm. weirdly though like i don't know why everyone loves her so much i don't get that point but oh well, she's pretty i guess i guess like her acting seemed really lame to me but his movies seemed really lame eternity forever <laughs> i feel like that's part of the point yeah because so later on when they had Winona Ryder's character come back and she like acted out a scene I was like wow that was really like great and nuanced and a depth and range where Simone can only do as much rain Simone can only give as much range as As has already happened in the world because they're like putting in this person's smile here yeah she's like a conglomerate of every great actress that's gone before her yeah so, like, they're like, oh, we want a little Ingmar Bergman, but, like, not, like, tone down the Meryl Streep a little. Yeah. And, like, add in some of this actress. And then yeah. they're like, oh, she needs to be a pop star, so we're going to add a little Whitney mixed with Madonna. And, yeah. like, get this voice. And, like, he'll Weird take, stuff. like, a smile from this movie and... Mm-hmm. Pop it in here. Yeah. Weirdly. So. So, anyway, she's not that good of an actress, yeah. but we yeah. all love her for whatever yeah. reason. So she, he's like, oh, she's a recluse. Like, she's not going to show up anywhere. And then he creates this, like, very secretive narrative for her mm-hmm. where, like, she can never appear anywhere. She doesn't give interviews. Like, and I think that's probably also some of the pe- appeal of her. Yeah. Is that she's just mysterious. Like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> she's all over the place, but she always has a wig and we never see her face. It's true. There are photos of what she looks, of what she looks like before she, like, began her like public persona her persona Ooh, be cool whoa <laughs> oh my god sorry <laughs> it was just one message i don't know why it beeped like 17 times i don't times. know it <laughs> um continue yeah. yeah so the first movie is a success, bleh, success they decide to like keep doing movies with her and he becomes like deeper and deeper ingrained in keeping simone but he's also got this weird relationship with her because mm-hmm. she's a computer program yes. that he controls all of. Mm-hmm. And he will have these weird conversations with her, with himself, where he will talk and then he will talk for her so she can talk back to him. Yes. And it's this very strange kind of split personality almost. Yeah, a little bit. That they have, that he has going on with yeah. this like. Computer. Simone character. So, I'm trying to remember what happens next in the plot. Basically, she like she gets more and more famous, and people are some people are starting to get suspicious, but they can't nail down anything. Mm-hmm. And eventually, she gets to be so big that um, he she's taking over him instead of him controlling her. Yeah. Yeah. So he tries to. I think he, well, he panics at one point because she (laughs) ties with herself at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly not Oscars that they staged in this movie. Yeah. Oh, Um, Lord. So bad. That was the worst Oscar stage I've ever seen. (laughs) It was like high school auditorium. (laughs) Yeah, it was an auditorium with a red, a big heavy red curtain and a screen. Yeah. It was Happy Oscars. You paid, you paid for this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and apparently there are no other celebrities in the world except for the one guy that she appears opposite. Yeah. Sometimes. Who's like, who's like, where's turtleneck? So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all you need to know about him. Um, so she gives this Oscar speech and he forgets to thank himself in the speech mm-hmm. and everyone sees it as a like slam on him. Yeah. And so things start to get like bad between him and Simone because like, He's been slighted by her, even though she doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And he eventually, he, he vows to, like, you are, like, she, so he has this discussion with his ex-wife, Elaine, that, like, I made her. And he tries to confess that, like, she's not real. Like, I made her. And she says, mm-hmm. like, no, she made you. Ooh. Like, basically, you're only famous because she's in your movies. It's not because your movies are good. Yeah. <laughs> or you're good at this. So he says, like, well, I'm going to ruin her and, like, I'll show her. And so he starts doing, like, 
This terrible oh, yeah, movie. This, this the, like, interview. I Am Pig movie. Uh, yes, he makes, like, a weird artsy film called the, I Am Pig. That, like, apparently she directed yes. and, like, he's trying to get the world to hate her and, like, they don't. Nope. Yeah, she gives that terrible interview. Oh, she gives, like, a weird interview with her, like, in, like, half lingerie, <laughs> messy hair. And she's, like, smoking Have you ever her had... Yeah, she's got smoke... She's smoking... <laughs> chain smoking in the interview and she's like have you ever had dolphin though and she's just like immigration isn't it crowded enough like just like, like he's just feeding her worst. all the worst most horrible things and they're just like wow she really speaks her mind Whoa! And and he's <laughs> we just love like, her and he's like oh no he's like what yeah so it comes to a point where and there's a lot of other like side stories happening too with his family and whatever yeah um it gets to a point where he decides the next move is that he has to kill off Simone. Mm-hmm. So he gives yeah. her a virus on a three-inch floppy disk, which definitely did not exist anymore in 2002. It says Plague 8.1. Yeah, so yeah. whatever. So he um, gives her this Plague virus, which basically just dissolves her face from the screen. It does nothing. I guess that's um, how that works. And so he takes all of the like, discs, the discs, and all the memory and all the stuff, and puts it in a big um, trunk. I was gonna say tank, and that was the wrong word. Trunk. <laughs> no, it, was trunk. <laughs> it was like an heirloom. Trunk yeah, like an old trunk, and yeah. drags it out to his boat, his, his yacht, yacht called that Simone. is named after her. Takes it to the middle of the ocean. Or, I don't know where he is. I don't know the Bay Area, the Bay Area like <laughs> near Hollywood somewhere. Mm. And, like, pushes it off the boat and is, like... It, it's just, Of course, it's a suspiciously large... Yes. Like, you could have put all of that onto one flash drive have, and just, like... You know, you could have... Put like, it in a box somewhere and no one would have found yeah, it. Yeah, or, like, a duffel bag <laughs> so you didn't look like a suspicious... Murderer. <laughs> a murdery creep out in a boat in the middle of the night. You <laughs> know, like, big, it would be A logi- box big enough to hold a person. It would be logical to bring, like, a duffel bag onto your boat. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or, like, I don't know, what do sailors wear? Backpacks? I don't, I don't know. Huh. They have those tote bags from, you know. Yeah. Uh, Old timey. <laughs> He's a sailor, right? They're, like, canvas totes with your initials on them. That would have been <laughs> fine. Like, anything other than this family trunk. <laughs> yeah. Dummy. So. I know better than they this. They stage a huge funeral for her, and everyone's mourning. It's uh. ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. They take her casket out to this huge, like, mausoleum internment, <laughs> and um, the cops come in. Yeah, these, like, dudes throw in open. trench coats, and they're like, stop right there. <laughs> throw open the casket, casket, and there's a cardboard, cardboard cutout. She's <laughs> like, Why? And so they arrest him and take the cardboard cutout with them, and the guy, one the, his, like, the turtleneck actor is like, so that's why it was so light. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. Aww. He could have been played by Owen Wilson. <laughs> I like this, like, kind of nondescript, like, but you've seen him before actor yeah, that plays this like, part, though. Oh, he's just some You're blonde like, white oh, dude. that guy. Yeah, yeah, him. So they take Al Pacino in, and he tries to convince them that, like, none of this is real. Like, and yeah. they've, they've hung up, because it's a detective a on TV, they've hung up on, like, a clothesline, like... <laughs> All of her magazines. Every appearance she's ever been in, including, like, gun times where they call her, like, a sex pistol. And you're like, really? What? And, like, she was on Playboy, I guess. That freaks me out. (laughs) Someone had to code her vagina. Well, sorry, her vulva. No one had to code her vagina. She probably doesn't breathe. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. So they hang up all her stuff, and he's like... Were you saying that every photo and every appearance is not real? He's like, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yes, you were. This is all you're, fake. You're, you're he's like, we don't believe you. Um, they're like, we can go out to the boat. Basically, and they're I'll convinced they that they murdered it. her. And she, he's like, she's not real. You can't murder a computer program. Like, that's yeah. not a thing. So they go out to get the chest out of the ocean. <laughs> And it's empty because, of course, it wasn't locked and, like, all the stuff is down there. Yeah, and they're like, we can't go get it. There's charge. <laughs> I'm like, you are the worst detective. You could wait till tomorrow when there are not sharks. You could also you could just... send a camera. You, you could... could... Also just go because the sharks don't care. Anything. You could do anything. He's... The sharks were there when you came Basically, up a minute ago. all the men in this movie are dumb. Every <laughs> single 
We can talk about that. <laughs> we have Continue. one character we'll give an exception to. Yes. Sure. Is that? Continue. <laughs> I don't know who that is. We'll get there. So they have this funeral. They like they try decide to try him for murder, and the his his attorney's like we can plead insanity because you sound crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like, but this is all. He gets so mad, and he's ready to just, like, confess like, cool, and be I done murder with it. Her, whatever. And meanwhile, his, like, 15-year-old daughter who's on a laptop, like, writing article, like, her high school essays all the time, like, there, she finds the computer console that Simone used to be housed in, mm-hmm. and she ejects the virus and is like, what if Dad's been telling the truth and all of this is fake? And then she... Like, keeps hitting the button, and it's like, Four no times. data, no data. And then she's like, what if I can undo it? Click, 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 enter. And then <laughs> Simone comes back. Because that's all it takes to break any code is, like, four taps on a keyboard and enter. Yeah. Um, How do you think I hacked every into day. everything? <laughs> How do you think I hacked this podcast? <laughs> Life hacks with Katie. <laughs> Just... Katie and Wesley, tap, 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 enter. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in and we're in uh, yeah this girl so she they she figures out in like five minutes how to work Simone that took her dad nine months to learn because that's mm-hmm. how it works when you let a teenage girl take care of things like she can handle it uh, yes Wesley the moral <laughs> of the story I know give it to teenage girls they know what they're doing <laughs> I like this movie suddenly <laughs> So basically, she proves she's like Simone. They send out a video to the news that magically shows up on the TV, and um, it's just her like reading today's. She's paper. like, "Here's today's paper. I'm not dead. Fooled you guys." <laughs> and then they go get Al Pacino out of jail because clearly he's not a murderer if she's alive. And we all know she's alive because we saw a video of her. So. <laughs> So they're like, what if you move back in with us and then we can keep making Simone Simone forever and we can just, why stop at one character when you can have a whole cast? So they do and they drive off and then the last scene is like Simone giving a like press interview back on the nightly news or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, well, I've decided to go a different direction and I might go into politics, which... It's terrifying, first of all. <laughs> but it's because she has a baby now. With Victor. With Victor. Mm. Twinitsky. <laughs> they named him Chip. Chip! <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, my son, Chip. Chip. It's like, and we were just like, oh. I know. It's so, like. So that was Simone in a nutshell. I guess, I guess that this movie makes sense in 2002. Or whatever, but this yeah. movie does not make sense right now because I'm like, we would have found out so fast. Yeah, and you that's the known. thing. Like, we would have we, known. We talked about that while the movie was on. We were like, she wasn't like, a, she wasn't that great of an actress. Right. Like, it was pretty obvious that she wasn't a real. That her tears were fake. Right. That she's not a real character. But somehow everyone believed she was real anyway. Right. There were no. They literally said during different points, like, she has no paper trail mm-hmm. at all. It's like she came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. They went to a hotel room she supposedly stayed in. No fingerprints. Which had, yeah, there were no there fingerprints. Was no there was no Suffers. DNA. There was nothing. It was just, like, Victor's DNA and the detective's DNA. Mm-hmm. And, like, no, there was no other trace of her. Yeah. No one ever saw her close up face to face. Nope. They had a, when they decided she needed to be a pop star, they had a concert and she was a hologram. And nobody. And that was, didn't make any sense because like the security guards were never supposed to take their eyes off of her. No, they were never supposed to take their eyes off the crowd. Oh, I thought it was her. Was once she goes on stage, they never take their eyes off the crowd. Because, oh, like, that the makes crowd sense. Because be I was crazy. like, why would they? Why How could they, they know? So yeah, no one ever met her up close. Yeah, and for some reason, the entire world believed she was real. And she sang one song that wasn't even hers. <laughs> 
Yep. Oh, that was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. She was so far away. Where were they? Greece? I have no idea. <sighs> they showed how they projected it around the world, like live feed to every yeah. country in they one of them. Like, they projected it in the pyramids. And there like, was fireworks. Oh, brother. <sighs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, some of these major landmarks, they don't just put up screens for pop stars. Yeah. Who put a hotel in the middle of the desert? Like, I don't, this whole movie was so <laughs> also, messy. Also, this whole movie was through in two different Instagram filters. Yes. The lighting in this movie was so weird. It was so bad. It was like it had, like, a golden vintage filter on half of it. Yeah, it was like they put your dress over the movie <laughs> Yeah. for half of it. It was like, like a weird yellow-green filter, which made everything look more unnatural like, really and surreal. really disgusting. And then once it got to, like, he murders her, everything's shifted to, like, a weird blue, blue filter. And I was like, what am I supposed to be feeling right now? It was very strange. It was about as... It was it was the same kind of thing as, like, when people are, like, like put, like, a bunch of red lighting in a room so you feel danger or yeah. seduction. Yeah. But you didn't really know what on earth you they were, were like, trying to make yellow, you feel. green. You were like, <laughs> I want to throw up. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel maybe, really gross. Maybe Your glasses. the point was to make it feel weird. Dangerous. Just like off kilter a little. But they still sucked at it. It was weird. Just, you could have done a better job. It was very strange. You know what I've been thinking during this movie now? Yeah. Is that if this movie was about like, a, like a, if we'd made like a male movie star, it would have mm-hmm. been a comedy. Yeah. Where this was like, kind of like dramatic. And yeah. Like kind of sad. And stuff. You know, like you were like, oh, this is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, because somehow he like, would have oh. had emotion <laughs> where she never did. Yeah. She was just a... She just like cried. Extension of Victor. She felt gratitude. Her two emotions were gratitude and sad. Yeah. Those are the two things that she experienced. Yeah. In public. Yeah. And it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. What range? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. She also did the like sexy whisper thing when she talked. Yeah, it was weird. Not a fan of. Girl did that on The Bachelor last season. Basically because she's, as we kind of said, like, she's a man's ideal of the perfect actress. I guess. Like, the sexy voice and the Mm. tall blonde and the does whatever Mm. you want her to whenever you want her to. Mm. That's how she sounds all the time. Yeah, she did. Thanks, Victor. Like, What? Ugh. Only it was him talking to himself. <laughs> Gross. This was also clearly run by men because everything was done wrong. <laughs> we were, oh, yeah. <laughs> we were just were like, like, we could have done this ten times better. Yeah, look, like if a woman, like if it, this had been a movie about like a, f- a woman director who's frustrated, couldn't get, you know, whatever mm-hmm. she wanted out of like another, like, you know, if it was, like, a lady rivalry kind of thing. Yeah. She could have created an actress with, A, more range. Two, she would have looked totally different. Mm-hmm. And, B, <laughs> she wouldn't have waited to the last minute to pick outfits. Yes, he would, like, he pick would, like, backgrounds, like, while the interviewer un- was tar- talking. Right. And, like, introducing her. And we were like, what are you doing? Like, what is even happening? We've not planned any of this. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. It was all of this, like... Yeah, they were like, oh, now, coming up, we have an interview with so-and-so. And he's, like, trying to pick a background. <laughs> or it's like, okay, everybody, thanks for coming out to this live concert around the world. And he's, like, trying to pick out an outfit real quick. <laughs> and I'm like, no woman would have been waited to the last minute to choose their outfit. Well, as we saw at the end, once Elaine was involved, it was like, we might put her into politics. We're going to give her a baby. She's going to have a whole storyline now. We picked out the couch on purpose. Yeah. This is, she's in a home now. Right. Like all, like all, like it what was he planned. It was pulled. Yes. Everything yeah. was planned out. Now that the women are in charge. Cause they're mm-hmm. like, we're, we know what we're doing. Yeah. We know how to make a woman believable. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real though. You put Evan Rachel Wood in charge and suddenly. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. Also, interesting fact, the little girl in this movie is Evan Rachel Wood, and she is now the lead in Westworld, which is about, like, robot people. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was yeah. like, no, this yeah. girl played a robot later. I wonder if she's like, remember that time I was in 
that movie? With, remember that time I started off as an Al Pacino <laughs> as a kid? This oh, this movie girl is weird. This girl was all over the place. She's she was the best character probably. She was playing the Parent Trap. She <laughs> yep. was hacking into Jurassic Park, and she was doing her homework. <laughs> like this girl, she was going to concerts. She was living her best life now. Yeah, she's a great representation of like responsible young teenager saving the world who wore pleather a lot. <laughs> At least a I mean, was times. it pleather? Like her parents were rich. Maybe it was, what's that other thing? I don't know. It's like a shiny material that's like super sexy. I don't wear those things. Latex. (laughs) Like gloves. Wait, is it latex? I don't know. Again, asking the wrong person. (laughs) You know, you know, there's like, you know, and like sex kit and stuff. Like, what's that? You know what that is? I'm going to look it up. It probably is. I'm going to Google. Oh, dear. Safe search is off, Dad. Sexy, <laughs> shiny fabric. <coughs> fabric, fabric. It's. Nope. <laughs> nope. Shiny fabrics on Amazon.com. Seven Let's... of the best fabrics to create gorgeous evening and red carpet. Is it. It's called something. I don't know. Anyway, continue. So yeah, this movie was strange. It was weird. But we also discovered that Jason Schwartzman is in it. Oh yeah, he's the best part. (laughs) We're like, oh hey, he's not terrible. Only his name was Milton, which was kind of hilarious. Uh, You know what? He gets a pass. It's true. Milton. So, anything else you want to say about this movie? Yeah, I want you to keep talking so I can find this. (laughs) I have no idea. So yeah. Talking. I'm trying to think what else there is to talk about. Gothic fetish fabric. Is that what I'm I mean, yeah. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? This sucks. This whole search sucks. So yeah, this movie... I read a whole Here's the thing, though, is, like, I read a whole, um, I think I watched a, read an article, or I watched, a, a thing about this fabric, about, um, how, whatever this fabric is called, it's, like, super, super sexy, and it's, like, has traditionally been reserved for, like, only, like, fetishy, sexy stuff, Mm -hmm. so a girl, so she was, like, I'm gonna buy a piece and go and, like, wear it on, like, three different dates or something and, like, gauge the reactions mm-hmm. from people when I'm wearing this fabric. Yeah. And it was, you know, essentially, she was just wearing, like, a pencil skirt and, like, it might have been, like, a like the top mm-hmm. was made out of whatever this, like, super sexy fabric is. And, like, the reactions from women were, like, oh, my God, like, like, out of this world, like, oh, my God, you look incredible. Mm-hmm. And the reactions from men were, like, whoa what is this made out of like they were asking her like what material is this huh like they were like like everybody noticed this fabric and she's like i've worn this top in other fabrics and like looked great and felt good and like people have been like oh you look nice but they're just like and she takes her jacket off at dinner and they're like whoa interesting but it like evokes something hmm that's all so yeah she was so when she was wearing shiny clothes i was like "Mm, is she wearing that fabric weird what is it called it's probably some kind of latex but i don't know yeah, yeah like latex sounds like late latex dress <laughs> that just sounds like gloves anyways whatever maybe it is latex yeah because it's this like slinky that shiny stuff. yeah it's super hot oh my god Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> things got weird real fast <laughs> i was like no 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 but yeah it was yeah. that Anyways, so off ranch there. Yeah. So this movie had a lot of interesting actors in it. Mm-hmm. First, Al Pacino. First, Al Pacino is like a bumbly dude. Yeah, he was very, I don't know. Off brand. But like, <laughs> he did it really well, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Al Pacino, yeah. so he's going to. But like, yeah. then you had Catherine Keener, who played his wife, ex-wife. Um, you mentioned Evan Rachel Wood. I like her. Um, 
yeah, random Jason Schwartzman in a tiny part. Like, just like, it was just like, why oh. was, like, it was weird to me why to be like, Jason people? Schwartzman is a side character. Which he's usually like. 2002, so. Not for the main, but it's so weird to be like, He was oh. just like a bit character. Yeah, he was just like, there to be a little, like, quiet and nerdy. Yeah. I was like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea how well this movie did in theaters. Probably. Very poor. Oh, yeah, because also Winona Ryder was in it. Like, yeah. It's just odd. Yeah. I don't know. How many Channing Tatums do you give this movie? Three or four? Yeah. Like, it's still pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, despite the weird filters. Yeah. Also, really it good. would be really fascinating if he were the... Like Let's, computer generated I character. I want a remake. <laughs> Where it's Channing Tatum? Yeah, in the computer. Because I bet if a woman ran a Channing Tatum CGI, it would be way more believable than this. It would movie. be far more believable. He might be funny. <laughs> Who knows? His acting would probably be just as It'd good. Be hilarious. What was her one like line of dialogue in a movie that was like, "Oh, our love like, is our like, love is like a wildflower." Wild that like only grows on the edge of a mountain. Oh, no, of a very high cliff. We were cliff. just like, a very high, high cliff. cliff. Yeah. And I was like, we were just like, what? <laughs> and then she Who? gets in a car, and then she has one little tear, which I hate. Yeah. That was also several episodes ago we talked about this article I read where like in scripts and stuff in order for a man writing a woman to show that she has any emotional range, it's like, she cries. Mm-hmm. And, like, women are expected to cry in their roles. And there it was again. That, like, yeah. in every movie, she had, like, a tear More from the tear. middle of her eye. Which is so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. No one... People don't... People don't often cry from there unless it's, like, a forced cry. I think. I don't know. Yeah. What do I know? I'm not a tear expert. I just cry every day. <laughs> Maybe I would know what I'm doing. I cried today. <laughs> I, I cried cry today. all the time. It's I fine. I cried today in church. Because I was super stressed out because I set the alarm off. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody was like, do you know where for, like, do you know where any Band-Aids are? A little, like, one of the kids needs a Band-Aid. I was like, well, I think this is a first aid kit and opened this thing and it was the defibrillator. No. And it set off this, like, shrill alarm and everybody came over and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And so I was just like, maybe if I, and I, like, opened it and closed it again. But it went off for like a couple minutes. That's terrifying. And I opened it and closed it again, and then it stopped, and then I immediately started crying because I was oh, no. so stressed. And I was like, I'm just, I just looked right at my pastor, and he was like, what's up? And I was like, I'm crying. What? She's <laughs> like, well, everything's fine. You know, like, we were all yeah. like, okay, now we know. That, don't do that. Don't like, that. now we know. What, I was like, well, at least we know it works, right? <laughs> we're like, is it going to call the police? It's going to call the police. And I was like, shaking. And I was like, ah, ah, what? And then it just kept beeping. We got a nurse to come figure it out and a tall person to find the key. Like, we had a nurse and a tall person. That's all you need. And we were, and everything was fine after that. We had a nurse and a tall person. But I was just oh. so panicked. It was like, at the end, during like, communion and like, worship. And it was just like, the serious time, and there's like just a yeah siren oh, going off. Never heard a sound like this before. It was horrifying. It was probably like standing next to a tornado alert. Mm. Like it was probably like that. That's it was so loud, which is great. I'm glad that that's there. <clears throat> I hate it. So now I'm just gonna. I was like, they're like, how did she get it open? I was like, it just opens right on up. I was like, they can't make it too difficult. If someone needs their like heart, if you really needed it, restarted. you don't want to make it hard. No, I don't want to smash it open. Oh my god! I was just like, did you? F- they found the band aid somewhere else. Good. I was like, wow, Katie, good job. I don't even know what I was talking about before that. I just pan- oh crying, Channing, crying. I give this movie like three Channing Tatum's. Yeah, one for. Decent computer programming. <laughs> I mean, aside from that font that they use in every science fiction future movie. Simone. It's what is it called? It's probably called Simone now. Uh no, it's um it's I think it's Bank Gothic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally like if there's a computer set in the future created around ninety nine or two thousand, not this font is always used. It's so silly. Um and I give it one for Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. And I gave it one for, you know. 
Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman, you know, something else. Or, you know, what is a floating Tatum? <laughs> floating Tatum. I want a floating Tatum. <laughs> Tatum floating? That's <laughs> 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 hilarious Dude, and terrifying. I need to be in charge of his merchandise <laughs> team. His, like, street team. <laughs> Have you heard about Tatum? Like, yes, Tatum I, Evangelist? Yes. What are you? <laughs> digital street teams or whatever yeah. or like book launches it's the people who are running around like talking. the way you said it though it was kind of like like someone knocked on your door have you heard about Lord you save your Channing Tatum oh, minor profit China's campino <laughs> this is getting real blasphemous <laughs> We both Welcome went to, to church blast- this morning, we <laughs> promise. <laughs> Katie has proof. <laughs> I have proof. And I sat up in a lamb and cried in front of everybody. Oh, I was so freaking out. Uh, oh, it was so bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's it. That's what I got. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> well, you know, dear partiers, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, I'm really sorry. <laughs> You might, there's probably a, you know, floppy disk for that. There's a, there's a chat room somewhere. There's a chat room that, you, that can help you. We just assume everyone is on chat room. All right, what all are you doing? Time. You in a chat room? And it's like, it's, no. Like, people didn't, that I know, hang out in chat rooms that often. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, you can check us out online if you want to see all the show notes to all the things. If you want to see that this yep. is America video. We'll embed it. <laughs> it's going to be front page for a while. This is America. <laughs> they caught me slipping up. Um, <laughs> you can, our website is doingbrunnypod.com. You can also talk to us on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Wesley has been doing a great job with our Instagram. My boss saw our, our Instagram. Which one? Uh, the... The one with the dinosaurs? Yes. <laughs> You I don't know how I got one that. hand motion <laughs> of like a Pac-Man hand motion. And you're like, oh yeah, the dinosaur. You're the best ever. Wesley and I have I best friends. I was laughing so hard when I created that. And I was like, like I got to put a thought bubble with fire coming out. It lit smoldering. <laughs> oh, it was good. Um, so yeah, check that out on our Instagram. You'll you'll know which one it is. <laughs> We're at Viewing Birdie Pod. Um... Yeah, that's the main stuff that I got right now. That's yep. all the things I have to plug. You got anything cool coming up? Any public appearances? No. Cool. I'm working on a Tatumverse page for our website, so that will be coming out soon. Is it gonna... I don't even want to imagine what it's gonna look like, because it's gonna look better than whatever, anything <laughs> I would make. It's going to look better than anything I would ever make up, ever. <laughs> you can put that as the header. But don't because it's gonna look. I'm stupid. gonna be sad though because I don't have this keyboard like Al Pacino oh, did no. that had like tear and gif of <laughs> what loop uh, playback. What was the one that was my Live. favorite? Um, hologram. Hol- you just hit a button for a hologram. Like, hologram <laughs> and like place like, her in a stadium somewhere. I, I don't. So stupid. She also sang one song. That was the thing. This woman came out of nowhere, sang one song that's not, you make me feel like a natural woman. Yeah. And disappeared. Yeah. And like, people went crazy around the world. And it was like, I know, I understand the contextual irony of why that song. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was 2002. Yeah. Why wasn't she singing Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera or like something that was like, Big. Because a dude. Oh, because a chose man it. wrote this movie yeah. and picked that and song. And a guy programmed her to look like Britney Spears and put on Britney Spears's clothes and said, "You make me feel like a natural woman." Yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, this movie is like a little bit of like a walking bark bag. <laughs> It's like the, the it's concept like, it's is like, fascinating, but like it's like when you get really. on a plane and you're like, you sit down in your chair and you're like, I think this will be fine, and then you look at the barf bag in front of you and you're like, 
Oh, yeah, that's a possibility, isn't it? Like, it's that moment of looking at the barf bag on a plane and saying, "Mm, This could go very badly. That's necessary. I'm sad about it now. Yeah. Uh, I always look at the little things that tell you how to escape. Yeah. Because I'm, like, morbidly interested in how they're telling me to escape. I always... Um, think of Fight Club when they show them. Yeah. So also, I love to read. I really enjoy reading like the Sky Magazine from Southwest. <laughs> like yeah. it's actually like every they change it like every quarter or something. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how interesting this year that I'm flying. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> I don't fly that often, so. Well, yeah. steaks on a plane. <laughs> Steaks on a plane. I forgot about the steaks on a plane. I'll never forget about that. Well, everybody, this is Katie. This is Wesley. And we're signing off here from Healing Party. Don't join us next week when we watch something else. I messed that up. We're going to watch something <laughs> you else. You should join us next week. It'll be more exciting than this. It'll be. Oh, will it? Well, it might be. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> We can only do so much. Listen, you guys, this is really hard. Making a podcast is not easy. 